0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, an Escapist Conversation show about all things games, movies, and TV. This is episode number 43 for June 15th, 2022. My name is Marty Sleeve, and as always, I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. Hello, everybody.
1: Morning. Good morning.
0: You almost caught us with our pants down talking about work. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's
0: my Uh, joke. I'm also not wearing pants. I'm Donald Duck in this episode, which is really exciting. Um, That's not true. That's not true. I'm not Donald Duck in this episode. (laughs) HR. welcome everybody uh we have a great show for you today uh, our main topic is going to be on uh, video game leaks uh we're not going to be leaking things to you but we're just going to be talking about sort of the idea of video game leaks especially with summer game fest uh, a lot of stuff trickled out early um so it, it was very clear during some of the presentations some folks were not happy about <laughs> that uh we're going to kind of talk about like our temperature on leaks like do we think they're good is there a difference between good leaks and bad leaks like what's the ethical ramifications of them how do we report on them um and i have a list of some like the weirdest most iconic leaks throughout history top 10
1: leaks that's one
0: yeah top 10 leaks and there's going to be one like my basement flooded once so that's going to be a top 10 leak case your basement flooded once that was definitely oh uh, yeah 10 it leak. did absolutely a top 10 <laughs> leak um bad yeah, and we'll uh, and then we'll do a check in on some of the stuff we've been uh, playing and watching I know uh, Casey and I have been playing a couple games that are coming out this week and then uh, some some early thoughts on uh, obi-wan and miss Marvel and all sorts of goodies like that but uh, yeah and we're almost I think we're out of the uh, we're out of the deluge of, of summer game fest aside from a couple uh, sort of lingering uh, uh, trickling uh, presentations Leaking, what you would say a, l- a little uh, lingering <laughs> leaks Uh Tomorrow we have at the same time, which I think is just insane. Tomorrow at 5 p.m. Central are the it's the short presentation on Final Fantasy VII's 25th anniversary, as well as Dragon's Dogma's Dragon's Dogma's 10th anniversary. I don't like possessing both that's, words, that's, of Dragon's yeah. Dogma's. I don't like <laughs> it. Um, they're they're both tomorrow, and we'll in theory probably see both Final Fantasy VII Remake Two as well as um, Dragon's Dogma Two. So um, that's cool, but. Um, yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done with the. We're done with the bulk of stuff. How'd you guys feel about this this summer game fest this year? Yeah, it was all right as a whole. I mean,
2: yeah, yeah I mean, I think twenty twenty three is really going to be the more exciting year, just because hopefully, you know, with everything kind of starting to come out of lockdown and everything, uh, developers are getting back on track and getting their stuff going again. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I think there's a lot of like. Even if there's not like a lot of big AAA games that I'm interested in, there are a lot of like mid tier A stuff that I'm really looking forward to. Like uh, uh, Plague Tale Requiem, uh, Callisto Protocol, which is definitely AAA, but you know, kind of in that independent realm with, I with, guess like not really independent, but uh, and then uh, Evil West, I'm looking forward to that from Focus Entertainment. And then uh, the other one I had on my list. You're like was. the world's
0: number one Evil West fan.
2: Uh, it looks cool it looks cool
0: (laughs) i still i still i don't think i've ever seen that game in motion yeah Uh, i assume it's real
2: yeah it's gonna it's coming out in september i don't know why they haven't like done a gameplay like i'm surprised it wasn't at any of the showcases but uh if it's
0: good we the the strap line could be evil best
2: yeah maybe i don't know maybe it didn't demo well at pax east or something but i saw saw a lot of good reactions from it on social media so uh but yeah i think there's just a lot of like you know a lot of, a lot of cool like mid mid-sized games coming which is all all up my alley and then uh lots of cool indies too like I, I keep i show my buddy who is not into pixel games at all the trailer for that last faith game which looks like bloodborne but pixel and mm-hmm. he, he was blown away by it he's like whoa i would never yeah, play the, a pixel yeah, game sure. but i want to play that yeah,
0: it was, it was out of control
2: <laughs> yeah well that and the animation like how brutal the animation side was in the pixels
0: yeah yeah, very cool. Did you have any last thoughts, uh, Casey?
1: Uh, yeah, I I thought it was actually pretty good, like uh, all in all, mm-hmm. like the, the kind of opening of Jeff Keighley show was a little underwhelming. But um, if we're counting the PlayStation show before that yeah. and then all the other conferences and the Xbox show, I'm actually like with the fact that there's so much being held back, like all the big names are like taking a break. They did have like a ton to show off that looked really fun and interesting, especially the indies. But like even you know the big guys have like you know smaller like Nick said double A projects that are coming out that seem like you know really cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah. I like I I thought it was a good showing. Uh, I think the games industry, uh, is still healthy and rearing mm-hmm. <laughs> despite all the other problems going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I thought I thought overall it was it was a pretty good show.
0: Yeah, and it's with the big, you know, there's certain folks we didn't hear anything from like Nintendo. So, you know, yeah, and the- Ubisoft. Yeah, and we Ubisoft still got still more to go most this year. First party Sony stuff, like aside from uh, The Last of Us remake and uh, the, the Horizon VR game, we did not really hear anything from first party Sony. So, um, yeah, it is. It is cool, but it is funny. Someone mentioned in chat and I do completely agree with it. Um, and I agree with what Nick said at the top, said 2023 is going to be the year. If you fl- if you flashback 52 weeks we said 2022 is going to be the year if you flash back 52 weeks before that we said 2021 <laughs> this is it baby we're gonna be out of the pandemic we're gonna have all of our AAA games um but i do think 2023
2: is yeah i mean like we are yeah but like even at the start of this year we like we were, like weren't out of the pandemic now i mean we're and we're still not yeah. but i mean it's definitely like life for the most part has returned back to normal i think
0: yeah. 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 And
2: absolutely. also I think a lot of studios are also figuring out that the work from home thing didn't really work out so well for them. And I know there, like, there's a lot of studios that are going back to the, the bigger studios, not smaller ones. Smaller ones are always remote, but, uh, a lot of the, a lot of studios are trying to get back in person from what I've heard from people I've talked to.
0: Oh, funny, because I've almost heard the opposite of on that social the only, media. the yes. only reason they want to get back to into the offices is because they rent out expensive office space in expensive cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are really praising folks like Bungie, who are like really embracing like work from home and they have like a big map with all the states that you can legally work from remote in, which is weird. I, why I like certain states? Like you could do it in Wisconsin, but you can't do it in Minnesota. Uh, well, it's it's just
2: it's tax issues and and I'm all that. Taxes. Yeah, I mean even. Let's even... just talk
0: about taxes. <laughs> talk about taxes. <laughs> no, not great. <laughs> uh, just, oh, just... we're not gonna talk about taxes. <laughs> no. um, one news thing I read before we talk about the leaks, I want to say um, yesterday during the um, Xbox did their like um, their showcase follow up kind of thing where they had like sit down interviews with right. uh, like Todd Howard and Harvey Smith and and folks like that. Sort of just. Not really showing off a ton of new stuff, but um, talking about stuff. There was like a dev diary for Stalker 2, which was like really emotional because it was like those guys like literally have fought in the war. Like they stopped making the game and Mm -hmm. took up arms in Ukraine to like fight in the war, which is just absolutely wild to me. Uh, But the big thing, Redfall, a game I'm really looking forward to, a game that they're saying, you know, you can play single player or you can play with four players. Um, The news came out that if you play with four players, the progression is only saved to the host oh wow and I'm like doing this <laughs> so now I have to be like alright we have to this has to be appointment playing the four of us have to get together every single time we want to play or else we can't do our characters and I'm like what is happening here like why can't I play yeah, the game single player they, they were saying my that character in my buddy's
2: game? yeah they were. well they were saying that in the interview like you're the, the game doesn't scale to the people's levels in the game so if you're playing a game and you're level 50 and somebody joins in a level 5 they're gonna have a hard time but they'll earn more XP for playing with you and level up faster. So
1: I, 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 that's a very but old That's a very old way of designing yeah. these games. Yeah, it's ass backwards, honestly. Like, yeah. if you're making a co-op game, you have to make it so that it's easy to link up and do the thing. Because if you're constantly having to go back through the same missions for each one of your friends, you're just not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the
2: thing that I noticed from it is that they're describing it as a very traditional arcane game. In the sense that it's still, it's not just missions or anything like that. It's still a campaign. Uh There's still a path to follow with a bunch of side stuff to do in an open world now, a full open world. Uh, So, yeah, I guess if you're not progressing the story, that maybe matters for the, the persistence. But I guess if you're just coming into play. It doesn't. I don't. I don't know. It, it seems yeah. kind of weird. It, I mean, I think I just think back to what Yahtzee said, where it's like you got to pick one or the other: multiplayer or single player. And it seems like, they, yeah. They.
0: I mean, I also looked at that though, and I was like curious about the multiplayer, but I was like, oh, I'll probably play single player. And now I'm like, I'm just 100 percent playing single player. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna deal with like, all oh, right. Yeah, man, I get... I find time in my friend's Google calendars to, you know, play for three hours. Have the same four people uh, rally up, which is yeah. I don't I think lessons just don't have friends.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I feel like that's the big thing. Um, yeah, well, uh, let's go over to uh, our big topic this week, which is um, leaks. Uh, and and uh, ironically enough, uh, with a five pound donation, Andrew Hickenbottom said, speaking of leaks, why do Kojima's games already have urine slash pissing in them? <laughs> it's part of life, dude. Sometimes we piss ourselves. Sometimes we need to drink some monster energy and piss. That's just something we do. Um, right. Was that just me? Are you guys still there? That might that, just be.
1: That like I can think of two Kojima games that have pissing in them. Like, are there more examples? Like, do the the giant mech suits in uh, Zone of the, the Enders, is, well, like your pod, your pod oil is, or something?
0: Your pod is in its penis. Like your your cockpit is literally in the monster's penis. Like, yeah, like that's not
1: you, a joke. so. Like maybe no, when, I, no, yeah, I'm aware of that design decision, but yeah. like, there does is liquid there also is, come out of that
2: pod. W- there is Probably. a game with liquid. like a a pissing robot i i feel i feel like i remember that Where like he un, uncaps his cork do you remember <laughs> that <laughs>
0: yeah no no but i really I, like that image uh, i like it. I, imagining like i know a there's
2: i know guard. there. i know there's a game with that and i don't remember what it is now and i'm sure somebody in the chat will remember but i know there's Maybe a
0: game. that seems like a claptrap thing it seems like it, it might be like, claptrap pop a court and piss on someone I don't know. But let's not um, let's not no more golden showers talk. <laughs> let's not do on that. Uh, but the reason uh we brought up uh, Andrew's uh super chat, uh aside from the fact that he paid money for us to bring it up and I thought it was funny, uh, was that Kojima was uh in theory one of the victims of leak culture. Oh yeah, it is Bumblebee
2: in um, the Michael Bay Transformers movie. That's where it's from.
0: There you oh. go.
2: Yep. Speaking
0: that. of Kojima, did you see Kojima's picture last night? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. It was him going, hanging out with Michael Bay. He was just pointing <laughs> to a window. Oh, I did Bay see that. <laughs> so, not sure what's going on there. So maybe... Uh, Mike, I, He's beating I, more of his heroes. He's more movie of his heroes, or he really wants
1: them,
0: to be. <laughs> someday, I will be there. Um, but yeah, Kojima was uh, one of the people who had uh, his project leaked uh, prior to Summer Game Fest and the Xbox showcase, although that... Game was not officially revealed. It was just the fact that he was working with Microsoft on a cloud project, um, which, to be honest, I still don't know what that means. I don't know what a cloud project is. Like,
2: eh, Death Stranding used the cloud in some way, <laughs> so no,
0: it didn't. It did. What? You could play that game offline.
2: Uh, I mean, it used it's like whole online. Multi-play. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all cloud stuff now.
0: But that's just multi. Like that's just multi. That's just the internet. Like when they say and the and cloud, those persistent
2: worlds are built on clouds now. That's but how they I, do but
0: it. no one says, when your game's online, no one says we're using the cloud. This game specifically yes, says... Yes, I understand using... that. But what does that mean, then?
1: Yeah, I what does know. that mean? That That's the question.
0: Crackdown <laughs> like my... crack
2: 4. He's making Crackdown 4.
0: I think, it, like, the, some of the rumors are that it's a mobile game, which I'm like, okay, where where are we going with this, Kojima? What are we doing? Um, but... <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> like that's the first I've heard of that, and, like it doesn't seem outside the realm of possibility that you would make a cloud mobile game for microsoft
0: okay also i need to change my audio because chat said um quiet because i had to lower it because apparently on slightly something else i'm always loud yep so
2: people um, want perfectly balanced audio when we all have different microphones and different sound systems
0: It will but, never I mean, happen. It will be I, close I, as possible. If, if I was listening to hours of people talking, I would want them to be oh, I know. Too, so I understand that. Yeah, kind of we'll a fair... It. We'll just have to uh, invest
2: in getting everybody the same microphone and set up. Uh,
0: it's still gonna <laughs> be fuck nice. up. Still going to fuck up because of the cloud. Uh, yeah. Hopefully this is better. I raised it a little bit. Um, so yeah, we wanted to talk about leaks. Um, this E3, I, I mean E3 season, which uh, had a fair amount of them, um, especially some that came right before... The conferences themselves, Um, you know, you have everything between anonymous Twitter accounts to sort of, um, you know, mainstream journalists like Jason Schreier to folks who sort of make names for themselves on Twitter to uh, companies themselves accidentally hitting a button like The Last of Us. Uh, part one remake was not leaked by a journalist. It was leaked by Sony accidentally hitting a button and having the trailer be available. Um, same mm-hmm. thing. Uh, John uh, was the first one to report. Our John uh, was the first one to report on uh, Tactics Ogre, uh, the Tactics Ogre re- remake, right. we think remaster. We're not 100% sure what it is. Um, he found a listing on uh, just on the PlayStation store. Like The okay. game is just there. There's no information on it, but the game is there and uh, there is key art for it and everything. And so... It'll probably, my guess is it'll be announced during whenever the Nintendo Direct is, and that it's not just for Switch, but it's also for PlayStation, and so we'll see that. And that was also one of the leaks that was present in that massive GeForce leak, which... um, It seems like like that GeForce leak has been very accurate. I mean, that thing is, like, apocryphal, because everything, everything it said has come true... And people are really excited because it also said Final Fantasy IX remake and a Final Fantasy Tactics remake. And so we're all like, <laughs> shit, what's going on here? What are we doing here, G Force? Um so yeah, that's exciting. And then yeah, all the way into the past. Like, oh, even yesterday we had uh the first uh, awful early screenshots of fire the new fire emblem game released. Like yeah. an unannounced fire, like a proper fire emblem game, the fourteenth fire emblem. Oh, I did emblem not game. see that. Um Yeah, and there's a shot of the main character who's just got the world's worst hair and then a bunch of shot of the many of the characters. uh, (laughs) uh, They do have the world's worst hair. When you see it, you'll be like, man, their hair. Not great. Hmm. Um, Yeah, and then the the, the blue red thing. The blue red. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then overdose. The the Persona remakes kind of kind of leaked last year, the entire Xbox conference leaked beforehand. If you guys remember, like like a day beforehand in 2021, yeah. um, and so yeah. With all that said, um, I kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts, Nick. I'm, I'm especially interested in, in, in how you feel about leaks. Um, it's a broad topic, the, the ethical things of them, why we leak, what's the what's the point of it? Are there good leaks, bad leaks? So let's just uh, kind of kick off there. How do you feel about leaks, Nick?
2: Um, I've kind of had a changing opinion on over the years. Like my stance on it has always been that, like, if somebody tells me something, I'm not going to leak it uh because I've, I've done documentary projects and everything where i've been in studios and i've seen projects in development like i knew about remnant before it was announced i knew about Baldur's gate 3 before it was announced uh i mean i, I just keep going off the list like I've, i know about a lot of things uh <laughs> from doing those projects um but i've never ever leaked any of it and so like i think a lot of times like people uh, at least on social media and, and maybe even our youtube channel that are like You know, you're part of the marketing because you're signing NDAs and NDAs and, and embargoes. And it's like, well, those are two different things, first off. Embargo is just, you are just handshaking agreeing not to talk about a game. Beforehand, you don't sign shit. And then NDAs are like the more serious legal ones where it's like you're either seeing a game really, really early before anything is supposed to be shown about it. Or I'm at a studio where I'm seeing lots of things in development that I can't talk about And that's, like, the only time I've ever signed NDAs. Like, even Cyberpunk, we didn't sign NDAs to get the review code for that. It was just Embargo. That was on CD Projekt Red for holding back the console ports that everybody assumed was going to be here because they had talked about it beforehand. Um, But I think back to, like, as far as, like, leaks in the media, like, to me, leaking, like, the next Fallout game or the next Elder Scrolls game or whatever is just not really journalism as a lot of people like to put it so like i think i got on the bad side of a lot of games media i believe back and like when i was working on only um because it was at the time that kotaku had jason's trier still and, and totillo and all that and they were like with clockwork we were leaking the assassin's creed games and the fallout games or like fallout 4 you know and a bunch of other games like all the time and jason would do all these big in-depth reports about these leaks like right before these games would get announced like in the code names and what the details were and everything and so at the time they were like well this is important to our readership it's got journalistic value and like that reason i remember specifically an uproar on twitter from developers were like no it doesn't like this is just screwing up our plans you're not like there's no investigative report here it's just leaking things that somebody told you and so like I wrote an opinion cuz after after all that happened like they were blacklisted by Ubisoft and Bethesda almost simultaneously if I remember correctly. And then they were bitching about it cuz they're like, "Well, we're doing journalism." And it's like, "I don't think I don't see that as journalism. You're just you're just leaking a product. There's no like actual value to your audience other than, hey, cool, a new game to get excited about. Like you're not breaking news, you're not doing anything investigative, you're not doing anything that really served your audience, aside from their interest and in traffic traffic numbers.
1: Uh, yeah, I I, I kind of agree with that sentiment, like the the leaks that's kind of just reveal internal information. Feel like uh it, it kind of feels like social media clout chasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it like, was. We man. have this information first, and so we'll get a bunch of clicks uh, that would have basically gone to, I guess, the actual reveal of that thing for the the actual developer. So it's like you're eating someone else's lunch in that regard. And that just seems kind of uh, sketchy when it's information that was trusted to you from someone else. But on the other hand, there are some situations where because uh, you're in this industry and in some of these spaces, you get wind of certain information. And like in that case, it's more like, all right, well, no one told me this in confidence. But as a journalist or reporter, I have a scoop.
2: Yeah, well, and, so and it's there's like, do there's, I
1: use this information or do I kind of respect the marketing team of the other side? Like that, I feel it's a little more gray area. Yeah, yeah, that's very gray area. And
2: like, I'm not completely against leaks or anything. Typically for me, it was like if I saw something on the Internet, you know, uh, one of the things like back in the day, like when I was running OSP, like probably until really a few years ago when developers really caught on that people or I think LinkedIn locked down. A bit harder on like being able to see people's profiles if you weren't following them or connected with them, but like one of mm. the things like Games Media used to do, myself included, was scour LinkedIn for hours just looking for that next like oh, uh, 4A Games is working on an open world RPG, you know, finding these little tidbits of information, which wasn't really a leak. It was just like here's their next project. This is a cool, exciting detail. Here's some speculation on it, you know, uh, and then of course when a you know trailer or an art asset leaks on a forum or something like that that's fair game like it's out there at that point it's fair game to me um to me it's just like you know shrier uh, or whoever you know just leaking uh the next you know assassins creed and then claiming it's journalism i thought was always bullshit even though like do i really care no because like i'm not part of the marketing for it and i have a different perspective on it now having worked on documentaries obviously but uh you know i think a lot of people just see games media as you know an extension of games marketing which i mean we
1: talked about this before the other day I mean, it's not not an extension of games no. marketing. well it's
2: and it's not like i mean like you're covering products like there's not a whole lot of journalism to do in games journalism unless you are really going to put the money into covering you know corporate stuff and and you know workers rights and everything like that and
0: there are people who do that
2: yep Yep, very few, and there are people, but there do. Are people that yeah, do
0: that. <laughs> and there are people who do that, and they do a great job at it. And that's where I, to me, leaking, saying, next um, next Assassin's Creed is called blank and is set in blank, or Fallout 4 is set in Boston, or um, Kojima's game is called Overdose. To me, that's not, I'm like, okay, so fucking what? Um, but uh, giving me information that provides greater context to uh, the the inner workings of a company or of a game. You know, getting information that a game has been rebooted in development. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing stuff about the turnaround at Perfect Dark and how that game has been completely rescaled. Or, yeah, um, that's all journalism. Yeah, hearing things about, uh, you know, Metroid Prime 4's development. Like, why the people are like, why the fuck did we see a logo of it, you know, seven years ago and that game's still not here? And it's like, well, because they didn't know what that game was. And yeah. it ended up, you know, switching hands. And so that provides... You know, some actual context into like what the hell is going on and then the same thing you know the 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 hearing about the inner workings of like activision and and, and blizzard and everything that's like a very different scenario because that's like workers rights is very different than like product leaks um yeah. or or like in well it is industry coverage but like not in the same way <laughs> oh yeah yeah no it is yeah. totally industry coverage and i i think it's worth um you know, it's it's extremely valuable coverage, but it's very mm-hmm. different than being like, oh, here's all the details on Breath of the Wild that they're going to announce in three weeks anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's also a like, I, I don't know, like, it seems like uh, you, you have certain people who are like, oh, well, I'm not beholden to the publisher. But then you're like, well, why are you like it would be like going to someone's birthday party and being like pointing to every present and telling them what's in the presence. If you're leaking something the day beforehand, you're like, why are you doing this? Like it's just, wh- it's, literally, yeah. it's
2: literally just like, for clout it, and to get it, yeah, to, and become and become because like that, you know, uh, I'll I'll name drop it. I don't care uh, that that Tom Henderson guy that's on Twitter that's always leaking stuff. Now, I I tweeted out because I'm more than sure that guy has somebody that's in the press that is signing NDAs or embargoes or whatever they're doing and then feeding him information. And he's like, Oh, I got it from an inside source at the studio. I was Uh like, dude, nobody from these studios is giving you all those details. Stop. Like just admit that somebody's like, just admit you're doing this for, for your attention and for your coverage. Cause I'm like, he had details on battlefield. He's had details on call of duty. And, uh, specifically I know that he's just leaking stuff because I was in those preview events for Battlefield and he was leaking exactly what we were seeing the day before. And it's like, yes, you you were invited because you leak everything. Somebody else is feeding you all this information. There's the only way you know about it.
0: (laughs) So,
1: I mean, is what what do you think is the motivation for that then? Because like he himself is not in those circles because he's, you know, essentially a, a bad actor, but someone is enabling him to do that. And that person is in those circles. Like, why would like a member of the press or whatnot go that route? Like, I I feel like it, it, it might not, well, It, it may
2: not be a member of the press. Considering the details that he has are on like early FPS projects and all that, he's probably working with like an influencer, or whoever who gets to, or like even an esports professional, because those people get to go play the games way earlier than the press these days mm-hmm. as they're making them. And those those guys are notorious for just talking out their ass okay. to whoever, whoever that'll listen to them about what they're playing, uh, because they're they're not journalists. So you know they sign an NDA, and it's like, oh well, you know, Call of Duty needs my my attention, so they're not going to do anything to me if I go talk to somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I uh, the 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 thing I always get pissed at, and I think it's just really dumb, and like hopefully everyone sees through it is when the the people who leak things say like, oh well, the rest of uh, people who cover games are just a mouthpiece for yeah, yep. developers and publishers, and I'm like, do you, you watch a mouthpiece for coverage <laughs> of games? Do you watch like you know? watch any of our post shows like do we just wax poetic on everything we see it's like no if we didn't like something we clearly say we didn't like something if yeah. someone goes on a stage and says something that we think is bullshit cough cough 1000 planets you know we're gonna talk <laughs> about that um you know it's it's like if you have that little faith in the people you're watching to think that they're just going to like slop up all the gruel that we're fed and be like wow, oh, this is great more gruel um watch different people then like if well, you and really the, think that. that's, that's the funny part doing.
2: too is because a lot of people that hate games media think games media hate games and it's like <laughs> are we really marketing marketing I pieces <laughs> No, I,
0: <hate> <laughs> I don't like games at all I, um me neither it's funny you remember uh you you were talking about the assassin's creed leaks um assassin's creed unity had my favorite leak which was uh, a guy, a marketing guy was on an airplane and he just had his laptop open right, to a right. PowerPoint yeah, like a, the entire I'm time and sitting next to them. Yep. <laughs> it was just that.
2: A couple um, games Destiny, leaked that way,
0: like right in a row. The original Destiny leaked uh, at IGN, while I was at IGN, uh, because a marketing guy was talking loudly on his cell phone And he had a bunch of documents about the game at a Panera Bread, and then he threw them in the garbage at the Panera Bread, and someone just grabbed them from the garbage. If Panera Bread garbage cans aren't sacred, (laughs) what is? If I can't go into a Panera Bread and you pick two, myself a little Caesar salad and some French onion soup and loudly talk about a game that hasn't been announced yet, then what's the point? Yeah. truly
2: what's the point well that one um, i mean that one's fair game too like you hear it out in the public and, yeah that's
0: that's fair you know, game that's kind of just
1: yep. incompetence no, on the part. there's
0: mode. no laws it's like a yeah. uh, maritime law at to panera me, bread like there's me, no law it's its own government you can commit murder at panera bread and it's fine yeah to me like
2: if a developer if a developer or marketing person or whatever fucks up and says something publicly that, that's fair game like you can go for it as a journalist uh but it's just like you know this tom henderson guy like i said i think i think that's where i get a little bit like "Eh, you're kind of scummy it's like you know somebody somebody on the inside is definitely feeding you all this stuff you're acting like you've got it from a developer or some inside source working there and i know for a fact you didn't
0: (laughs) it's to me it's less how you got the information more of like what's the point what's the benefit of giving us the details of something we're gonna get a week from now um i just well
2: i mean that's the benefit the benefit is for websites and stuff to get traffic i mean it's it's
0: Oh, no, no, no. I yeah. understand that. But what is the what's the benefit for the 99 percent the consumer? Like, what's the benefit for everyone in our chat? They know about
2: stuff? something early and I don't I, the consumer doesn't care how they get that
0: information. They just want to know. Yeah, that's true. I think some people do care, though. I think still some people still do. I mean, maybe not our audience, because I think our audience has been uh, <laughs> t- trained yeah. by Yahtzee to, to not give into the pageantry of yeah. stuff. Uh, but I still get excited by the pageantry. Yeah, I, mean, I kind of like, like don't want an entire show to leak beforehand because I'm gonna watch something, I don't I don't know. It's the same thing like I watched the new Obi Wan this morning. If two days ago someone was like, here's a detailed synopsis of Obi Wan, I would be like, well I'd rather just watch the episode and yeah, make, the, make the call for myself.
2: Yeah, I think I think leagues are and you know, I, I don't know. I i totally get the argument about you know like not being part of the the marketing hype and everything and and, you know having healthy skepticism in our in our position like that's that's fine also but also i want to be i i totally get your point where like yeah i do want to be excited by surprises and stuff that i don't know about yet Uh Uh, and i don't want to know everything you know that's coming i'd rather it's like you know yeah have that have that really i mean when uncharted 2 was revealed at e3 2009 and like saw that demo for the first time it's like fucking amazing it blew me away like i, I like yeah, those, I, mean, I like those moments even as an adult i enjoy those moments uh yeah but uh i think uh jelda and i took in the chat says we get to be more more effectively misled with hype like that, so that that's an argument about leaks that really annoys me because it's like you are the only person that can mislead yourself with hype like games uh-huh. media and all that can preview like we preview what we are shown we if we're excited about it we're excited about it. we're giving you our honest thoughts about it typically unless you're you know being paid for it and not not uh saying that you're paid for it but i mean it's like you know people are allowed to be excited about things and also disappointed by those things like hype as uh-huh. mm-hmm. much as you let yourself be hyped about a thing like starfield people have hyped themselves over the moon for that and it's probably not going to live up the expectations and guess who they're going to be mad at for that
0: over which moon? There's over a thousand <laughs> moons in the <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, yes, and the, I, the marketing and people, people do subscribe the same? like, the marketing department can just lie. The marketing departments lie all the time. They're telling, they're trying to sell you a product. That's like, you have to be literally what a marketing department is. Yeah, does. you have like every, to be. You know what every commercial
0: is? A lie. <laughs> yeah, you drink you, Coke, all these people are going to fuck you. No, it's just Coke. It's yeah. just much sugar in a can.
1: You know yeah. what has never given you wings? Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. I, don't get, know, I don't know how to get they away with that. They got sued over that. You know that. what's given me? Heart palpitations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull um, got sued over wings and, and Subway got sued over footlongs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually 11 inches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, Tyrell brought up a point uh, saying intentional leaks for hype by developers and publishers. I I've been doing this for over a decade. I have literally never heard of a single developer or publisher doing an intentional leak. Every time Assassin's Creed's leak, people say this was done intentionally by the publisher and developer. And every person at Ubisoft I've talked to has said, this leak has made my life a living hell. So like, I do not think leaking things deliberately is a thing that happens. I do not, I, I can't say it doesn't. I'm saying in my decade experience in this industry, I've never come across a single person who was like, oh yeah, we did that. Like.
1: Yeah, I know we 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 did we did it on purpose, and there's plenty yeah, of people who would have told me What done. the benefit of that would be, like if, eh. if you're working on a thing and you have like a marketing thing all planned out for you to then say like, well, let's leak information first and then show up all the marketing. Like, I, well, there was the same. Was the the same marketing that you spent
0: money on. People had that same theory with um, when they first showed off the movie Sonic the Hedgehog yeah, um, yeah the awful as well. hit that awful fucking mouth and then they're like well they did that to set a low bar so that they could come back with a regular mouth and everyone would be excited and i'm like they spent millions of dollars to fix that they had merchandise like they had to like
1: overwork to and pay, pay money to run those yeah. c- those ads that showed that bad
0: yeah stuff. i think and they had to pay so much money to fix that in like six months like that was not on purpose that yeah. was absolutely not on purpose
2: i mean i've, I've been covering stuff since 2009 and talked to probably thousands of developers at this point I don't know, i've never had like a definitive thing say yeah like we intentionally leak something i can see i can see a reason to do it though is like maybe we leak a little bit of something see what the reaction is and then you know kind of go back and and fix something like,
0: I try it as like a bellwether yeah just see like, like what's, we, what's yeah. the initial reaction
2: <laughs> going to be without officially announcing this thing right mm-hmm. and if it's not good then you know you go back and rework and hold things and delay it uh, I, I can see I can see that happening but at that point it's like well then just be transparent about what you're doing but uh, you know people get excited about when you see the word lead, people get ex- more excited or interested in that so uh, and I, I feel the need to take they a special
1: piss. info but yeah I mean <laughs>
2: you know there's still there were still people in chat talking about like the marketing department misleading people like have you ever looked at a screenshot of a video game and not seen it look completely photoshopped? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> bullshots are have been a thing since the dawn of video games, and they still exist. Yeah, and then we were even uh, people were talking about the. Uh, I think it's slightly something else. We were talking about the Starfield demo, and it was like, is it scripted or is it not scripted? And I said, well, no, it's not scripted. Like, I think everything we saw in that demo will be things that can easily happen in that game. And people were like, well, that's not the way people move when they play games yeah, i'm like that's a presentation okay, but the way people move when they play games is nauseating i will <laughs> like, i think you know, i think watch I think, any think, of us stream games if that's what they showed like watch game night if they <laughs> showed off halo the way nick is just fucking looking <laughs> everywhere and shooting everyone in the head the random the normal audience would be like what is this game i don't know what's happening yeah. why I are think, we doing uh, this i think
2: people were missing the point of the scripting part is like and maybe maybe scripting isn't the right word for it. But like Anthem to me is a very scripted and pre-rendered demo. It wasn't even really somebody playing mm-hmm. the game. Sure. Starfield yeah, exactly. was very clearly somebody just playing the game. But it's still like there's things that they were scripted to show off.
1: Yeah. I think, so yeah, it's 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 a performance. Like you're playing yeah. a video game for the purpose of showing off certain things. So yeah, it's scripted like you. There's probably blocking for the, the person who's controlling the character in the game. Oh. <clears throat> like, they have to go through certain things, they have to do it right, and then they take that and say, let's put it in the trailer that we're going to market to hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. but yeah. Like, yeah, that's not the way you play video games. Like, why would it be?
0: You're not making uh, also, a movie. Vinny the Web Surfer said everyone was giving IGN hell because of the way uh, they demonstrated playing Sonic Frontiers. That wasn't an IGN employee playing that, that was a Sega employee playing that, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So... I always like that when people will be like, fucking IGN doesn't, I'm like, that was literally a Sega employee. What are we doing? <laughs> like, why are you saying that? it's like that
1: that game isn't, like that game's not done. Like it's, it was a they demonstration- not going of, like, the, not, like, It's not coming out this year. That's not a Like there's it. nothing in that game. Like, if, even if it was an IGN employee who got their hands on it and was like, investigating what the hell this game is, why wouldn't they look as awkward and confused as, as well, Sonic yeah, does it? It's so, like, like what is in that world? So that, yeah, that's, I, I, do, that? I do have uh, a you unique said, perspective. I want to see the way the
0: game plays. Well, if you want to see the game, the way the game plays, apparently that's how Sonic frontiers plays. So you can't be <laughs> mad at that. And then also be mad at Starfield. Like, what do you want? You gotta, you can only pick one. I,
2: w- I will say I have a unique perspective on like, uh, playing games. Cause like I think everybody that watches Escape knows I'm quite good at FPS games and I'm pretty good at action games. Uh, I had that like that Cuphead moment from uh, Dean who at GameSpeed, you know, the the infamous like doesn't our
0: Dean former presidential candidate.
2: (laughs) No, no, No. Uh, but the guy that the guy that couldn't finish the Cuphead demo basically tutorial. Yeah. So like when we were filming our little mini doc on Darksiders Genesis, like I played every Darksiders game. I know how to play those games. When We got there to like film some hands on B roll footage and like I I, I got my hands on the game to start playing it I felt like an idiot I was like I can't do anything right now and I don't know why and it's like as soon as you get your hands on the preview something your brain goes into I'm stupid I don't know what I'm doing
1: (laughs) It's, I don't know know. sometimes it's just certain games like I I completely just couldn't get through a single fight without intense struggle in Dragon Age Inquisition (laughs) Yes. Well, I don't know why Like, I just I cannot
0: play that game there's, well, for, there's for four demoing, rats on the ground and you're like why do these rats keep killing yeah, for, my party for demoing
2: <laughs> or like hands on previewing something I all the lesson I turned the lesson I turned from that was do not record your first time playing the game <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. especially if like a lot of times when you're previewing stuff you don't start at the tutorial no, they just throw you in you right, right. Yep. yeah you yeah. just dropped in yeah um yeah I don't know if there's that much more um to to say about it i think like leaks that like paint a broader picture of what is going on at a company or with a game or in the industry i am pro or leaks that look backwards i like to hear about projects that have been canceled like i love Mm. there was just a story that came out yesterday that dma design which was what rockstar north was called right before they made gta um was making a kirby game for the super nintendo using a mouse and keyboard and i'm like what was going on there? Let's talk about that Kirby game. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what was going on there. Um, I find cancel games like super. I don't know. Super fascinating. Um, Developers are, but are
2: weirdly you, even on our documentary projects are very uh, not interested in talking about old games that they didn't.
0: Yeah, finish. which is a bummer. Um, I, I think one of the things Danny has done so well over at NoClip is showing, especially with like the sort of um, Half Life universe stuff and Arcane stuff, is showing a bunch of footage of old games, like whether it's Ravenholm or. Yeah um other things which i yeah i find endlessly fascinating um but uh i mean i i guess if you maybe they're like well we don't maybe we'll use some of these ideas in the future so we don't want to well, show they, them and around.
2: they usually end up do using them in some form yeah so there's yeah really yeah project to talk about yeah. because it is what the new
0: project turned into in some way yeah yeah everything sort of is a metamorphosis um yeah and so but- yeah i don't think there's a i think leaks like, there's no uh sort of quick and easy clean answer for everybody um I think uh, if you consume leaks and if you like leaks, that does not make you a bad person. I subscribe to the leaks Reddit um, just because I feel like it helps inform my job when I read uh, certain stuff like that. That being said, like if they were to leak the entire Nintendo Direct, I wouldn't want to ruin the entire Direct (laughs) for everybody. I don't know, because I still enjoy watching those things. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think like a lot of things we talk about here, there's no black and white clear cut answer. Um, Everything's a shade of gray
2: yeah I, I think for me just you know i i just get annoyed on the journalism side where people try to act like the people who are leaking that stuff is like they're doing this big service and that, and that, that is what counts as that they're like these journalism. yeah like they're actual journalists because they're leaking game announcements i'm like uh, no like all oh, you're doing i think
0: i think leaking the new assassin's creed game is the equivalent of watergate personally <laughs> that's what i that's what i personally <laughs> yeah, think it's telling cool. me that the next Assassin's creed takes place in spain or wherever the fuck it's gonna be yeah. that's watergate I, well i guess
2: so actually i do have like a really unique perspective on this uh so shinobi 602 who has credit content for us uh he did the uh the joy of gaming series for a while he used to be a notorious leaker he leaked like the first concept art for Horizon Zero Dawn, like really built his whole Twitter audience on leaking announcements. Like I and we we did use him on LSP for stuff. Like I knew about insider stuff quite a bit, and I never like used his information before it was out. But if there was concept art or whatever that was already out there, that he like, hey, here's a link to it, you know, kind of thing. Not not that him he posted it; somebody else had it too. He would just mm. like basically what he would do was wait for. Uh, Like, he knew about Horizon Zero Dawn, for example, and he gave me details about that game before anything leaked. When the concept art leaked, it wasn't from him, it was somebody else that leaked it. Then we were like created the story, like, okay, here's the concept art, here's what the game is about. Uh, Because, you know, it's all public knowledge. We took our insider info and tied it to the knowledge of, hey, here's this concept art, what is this? And we have that information kind of thing. Okay, uh, so, like,
0: but he's um, also a developer now, and I yeah, don't think he would he did, ever leak anything. No, he, and I think he's now like shit. Well, I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, he, no, I don't he want to put words in his mouth, but he, no, he literally
2: said as much that so like yeah, he was done leaking anything or whatever from what he heard because like he understands it now. He's on the developer side, doesn't want his announcement leaks or you know jobs hurt because their whole project fell apart. You yeah, know. that's well,
0: always. I
1: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Casey. No, yeah, I, I was going to say, I think that's probably uh, one aspect of this that maybe we haven't considered is that it's the lack of understanding. Like the people on the leaker side don't maybe realize how damaging getting the information out in front of a marketing team or a dev team is to the project they're working on like maybe they need those things to be secret so that they can iterate on it and make sure you know people don't have certain expectations or whatnot before they get something more concrete but then the details come out and then expectations get built and then pressure gets Mm -hmm. added whereas on the leaker side it's just like oh this is cool info or like maybe a more insidious thing they feel like oh they're hiding something from us and i'm doing a service by letting you guys know what they're planning which i think is stupid i think that's dumb that's a dumb (laughs) perspective to have but you know some people in their heads get to think it is always this adversarial relationship between consumer and uh media product maker yeah, yeah. And product maker yeah
0: and i think the other thing is once um if you've never like made something like this um you might you might not have like the built-in empathy towards what it takes to go into it and not even like make a game but like you know nick's put together a bunch of indie showcases and if um, he worked really hard to get this really cool reveal trailer for a game, and he was like, "Man, people are really going to dig this game, and and, and it's going to get a lot of eyes on us." And then a week earlier, it leaked on the internet. It'd be like, "Well, shit! All the yeah, fucking work pissed. I put into this, like, be that would be like, really shitty." <laughs> and like, if someone was just like, "Well, I'm doing a service because people get to see it a week early," well, you'd you'd be like, "Well, what about all the fucking work I put into this? Like, yeah. this is like really shitty." And so I, I think that like the the even the worst showcases, if you didn't like Summer Game Fest, the amount of man hours uh, uh, put into that uh, across like literally hundreds, if not thousands of people is is mind boggling. And so like, it's like a game of Jenga. Like, and why would you personally like, why would you purposely go over a day before the ga- uh, the thing and knock the Jenga tower over?
2: Yeah, if we had a, like a Jingo a, asshole. Yeah, if we had a really exciting reveal for the indie showcase and some dickhead you know re- leaked it on twitter just for the the clout i'd be mad i'd be mad as hell <laughs>
0: yeah and so yeah think about that a little empathy goes a long way yeah.
2: so yeah I, you know like i said uh you know, i'll just reiterate like i totally i totally get people don't want you know I, like i don't know we're not really even games media anymore like we're really just enthusiast hobby commentators at this point you know i don't professional games media professional enthusiast hobby commentators whatever you want to call it uh i totally get like people call myself games media yeah yeah games media
0: is
2: (laughs) 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 whatever uh i I totally get like people don't want people like us to be part of the the marketing hype and all that but also you have to like think about it like yes we we are covering products we are covering games like there's not it's not that deep Mm -hmm. and then there are people that are doing that investigative reporting on workers rights and everything like that that needs to happen but I mean yeah, it, the vast, yeah. The vast majority of games coverage though is we are telling you about cool and interesting things and we're excited as
0: as you are about these things. Yeah, someone uh I used sort to of put it as we write book reports about toys. And I was yeah,
2: like that. Yeah, pretty much. And well and like and that's the thing, like even people on our side though have a hard time accepting that. It's like you are
0: <laughs> you are covering yeah, movies uh, and uh, comics yeah, sense of and games. self-important. <laughs> yeah, it's like to, you're
2: there's not you really don't need, Yeah,
0: you don't need to be like an arbiter of truth and justice <laughs> yeah. in the world with your work. Like you could be a good person outside
1: your work. Yeah. You don't need to like bring that into like there's the like I think I think there's there's a historical precedent for that too, like in terms of like people who critique uh, art, like video games you know oftentimes are considered like maybe like the youngest or like the least worthy of being considered art so the people who love it are like no we want to be you know seen mm-hmm. but then like they the people who we have to look up to as like critics are who like uh uh damn what's their names? <laughs> <Ebert. Yeah>. like <laughs> like just <laughs> fill out my brain but like yeah. you see how how pompous and autourish they are in terms of their critique yeah, over what yeah. is considered art form. So like other people who follow in those footsteps are like, well, I want to be that self-important in my critique of art or whatnot. And it's like Mario jumps on Goombas. Yeah, <laughs> he fucking stomps on <laughs> like those you, fools. Yeah. They had it coming. You don't, you don't gotta be that. Serious yeah,
2: no Gavin I mean, being, being in games is media like if you if your ego is like I'm doing this prestigious service for people it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta dial it down a little bit you know remember that you're having yeah. fun with this stuff uh, I
0: want to comment on three comments quick and then we can move on to stuff we've been playing or watching um, Dan says leaks are always a good thing uh, it sounds like you pissed your pants Dan uh, Nick the OG <laughs> says covering a leak once it happened it seems like accurate info isn't the same thing as doing the leaking to begin with I completely agree once news is out there. Um, yep. And I already said it's, that too. It's fair game. Yeah. You've said that. Like once the uh, Last of Us um, trailer leaked, we covered it because it was like, it's, it's out there. there. Yep. It's news. Yep. And if we are a news outlet, if we write about news, then it's out there to cover. Uh, Pacific Blue says video games are not really toys. I disagree with that. I think they're absolutely toys. I feel they can they're, be they're, toys. They're designed. designed I would, they're you wouldn't designed, call a movie a toy. It. Yeah. You don't play with a movie. <laughs>
1: That's true. Have you uh, your watched the interactive episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite toy.
0: I, I 100% thought you were gonna talk about the episode of uh, Black Mirror, but you went Kimmy Schmidt. I was really- Yeah, I don't her. know. It was the
1: first one of those that, that came to my mind. <laughs> Did your fiance make you well, watch I, that? I wanna say I do, I, I feel like I disagree a little bit about the, uh, if someone else does the leaking and then you cover it afterwards, mm. it's fair game sentiment. Yeah. Because like I mean, on one hand, sure, like it's already out there, you might as well. But that does still feel like you're you're being complacent, because if if you're gonna condemn the first kind of leak and then participate it because not, just somebody else did it and you didn't do it yourself, it's like well, you don't really hate it that much. Not, not well, not from <laughs> yeah. a
2: journal, not from a journalist standpoint though. Once that information is out there, you do it like. Yeah. I mean, if you're just, if you're just, if you are just being part of the marketing cycle at that point, if you decide not to cover it just because you want to hype people up for a game, then yeah, that's, there's, there's that gray area again. But I mean, like once it's out there, like you have a duty to your readership to like, Hey, this stuff is out there. I'm letting you know about it at that point.
1: Yeah, but that's, but there, yeah, that's more there's, industry. There's, whereas, like, there's a big, right, diff- there's I have a big to difference.
2: Well, there's a big difference in somebody like Tom Henderson getting information from an influencer saying, I have an inside source, and then leaking it out, even though he probably damn well knows that that inside source signed an NDA of their own. But because he didn't, he's okay to share it out. That There's a big difference in that. But, like, once he shares that information, which is the whole point, right? He shares that information because he knows news outlets will cover what he said and give him what he has just shared yes so like and but
1: like if you're if you i just find it like i'm not saying it's you know bad or wrong but i just i find it kind of weird it's, it is weird it's there's never yeah, like you, it's you not you poo- an easy like if someone's gonna poo-poo that situation but then say like they're begrudgingly doing exactly what he wants them yeah. to do but yeah. then so like oh well, let just follow orders but, yeah yeah less, like uh, we're doing it anyway like yeah, this is weird that's the no O's, i understand that yeah. that's
2: the double-edged sword of you know clicks for journalism <laughs> you know
0: it's... Also, a lot of people in chat are not happy that i called games toys you all need to realize toys are great i didn't mean toys pejoratively i fucking love toys <laughs> toys are amazing <laughs>
1: I've devoted my life to toys. I don't, I don't, I it's, it's a reductive statement. That's all like, but like if, if you think of it in like a grand scheme, yes, you, you play with video games, you play with toys. They have the same action verb. So, you know, deal. You, you yeah. use
2: a, you use a plastic controller to play a video games. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah. The controller is a toy. The game is the art there. Dying couch there says, down,
0: down with hype culture, leak everything. Also another dude who pisses themselves. We got two, we got two pants pissers <laughs> here in the
1: chat. <laughs> Civic people says sports are also games, but would you consider all sports equipment to be toys? I mean, a basketball, a basketball, basketball. yeah, a toy. <laughs> yeah, basketball, yeah. Like those, those absolutely. can absolutely be toys. Yes. Yeah. Listen, if I had a store, there are tons of toy, uh, toy sports equipment in my in this house. If I had a store, you know, you gave me like five sections to put
0: things in. And I had a toy section, I'd put fucking games and all the sporting equipment <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah, everything. Pacific
2: Blue says my ex had a weird purple toy shaped funny. It was kind of shaky a lot. <laughs> it's a toy. It's a toy. I'm not gonna touch it. I knew I, knew, I, knew, I knew we would not get through the end of this podcast without getting that. Something somebody was gonna do it. If it wasn't How us. How did
0: you know that? I didn't because, my, what because weird it's what card did you have?
2: I have As the I have yeah, I have the Marty you literally there's a clip of you on Discord the other day saying we made it through one of the streams without getting having horny comments.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. And then... <laughs> Casey fucking dunk it afterwards. That was great. Yeah. Uh should we talk about some of the toys we've been playing with? Yes. I've been playing with the toy called Obi-Wan Kenobi on Dirty Boss. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. My whole toy thing is really God falling apart. There's, as a yeah, yeah, it's got um, a...
2: There's a lightsaber joke in there somewhere.
0: Uh goddamn it. Uh, <laughs> not the young ones. Uh, yeah, what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys want to have you guys been watching Obi-Wan? I won't talk about today's episode.
1: I watched the first two episodes okay. only so far. Um And I watched Darren's uh In the Frame on mm-hmm. the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. Did you leave a really mean comment? Okay, good. For Darren, no, never. <laughs> I, uh is my favorite Escapist content creator. I think
2: with That's the it. Obi-Wan show, I have come to acceptance that Disney's stuff is just forever going to be mediocre. And wow. I and I kind of just have to be okay with that and look towards other things if I want like my prestige sci-fi like Dune or you know, I'm I'm really keeping an eye on whatever Zack Snyder is doing with the, that Rebel Moon show on Netflix. Because I think okay, the we can't better.
0: talk about prestige and then no, 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 what are we doing? <laughs>
2: well, it's fine. It's <laughs> something new and unique and has more to do. I don't know. I just like every every Star Wars show. I'm like, I've just been so meh on all of it. Like, mm-hmm. Book of Boba Fett and, and you said it earlier before the, the podcast, like Obi-Wan show has some moments that are legitimately great. And then there's a lot of bullshit in between and it's like book of boba fett was the same way where like i didn't really feel like there was like a through line story in that show it just kind of felt like a bunch of episodes tied together into a season uh book of boba fett uh sorry i said the man i meant the mandalorian for that first one uh the book of boba Mm. fett i thought was awful i didn't didn't enjoy that show at all uh i enjoyed it more when it was about mandalorian and then Obi-Wan, like, there's parts of it I really like, and then, like, some of it just looks like it was shot on Handycam. I, I don't, like, I just don't know. Like, and then you look at the trailer for Andor, and that looks great. You know, this actually has, like, cinematography <laughs> and not just CGI sets and stuff. And it looks like a whole, uh, another production budget on that. But I just, uh, I don't know. Like, I, 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 you know, I've gone on and on before about, like, Marvel, just every Marvel show to me is, like, there's, the first three episodes are interesting, and then it just evolves into CGI, you know, blast each other with shit and fight and nothing really interesting beyond that. And Star Wars has kind of gone the same way for me, where it's like it's everything's trying to tie together. They're going to try to have some big event on Tatooine at some point. I don't know. I just, yeah.
0: I, I personally think we just haven't seen enough Tatooine. Yeah. I, I think until we've explored every inch like Todd Howard predicted... Then we shouldn't leave Tatooine. Yeah.
2: I I don't know. I just like I was actually I thought the consensus is that people kind of like the Obi-Wan show and then Darren releases in the frame yesterday and it's just gotten flamed
0: to all hell. And so, uh, the, the people in the YouTube comments are not um spoilers, they're not people. They're not real people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the general consensus. I don't, I, don't, just, I don't know.
2: I don't know what the general consensus is, but like the online and it really might have to do with like the online just nastiness towards Star Wars and anything that doesn't adhere to lore because I fucking bet you that Lord of the Rings show from Amazon if we try to cover it it's going to be the same bullshit like just these these we fandoms. Try, I mean, we're absolutely going to try to cover it and it's yeah, absolutely going
0: to be all the same bullshit. Yeah
2: it's just like these <laughs> these fandoms are kind of ruining some of these properties for me where it's like you know I yeah I don't love the Obi-Wan show I don't mind it though and I'm also not angry about it it's just like it's I think it's mediocre and that's about as far as I'm going to get with it. It's fun to watch on Wednesday, I guess. Uh,
0: deep says everything Darren says gets flamed. and I don't understand why it's because his opinion is, uh, educated and nuanced and that's has no place on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, like, Dar-
1: Darren is, is, is too
0: good for you. For this for world. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. It's like, it's he does got- a put of stuff on like Nebula. Do you guys know about Nebula? It's like, uh, um, it's like a video essay oh, website. That's yes, just okay. for, like video essay creators. And that's where like, uh, uh, um, folks true. like jacob geller are putting their stuff there and patrick willems like really good some of my favorite content creators put their stuff there but everyone there seems very nice so just go there mm. cheapest sex dating find a fuck is also here so they agree <laughs> video games are toys yes uh, um
2: I don't, yeah i don't know
0: i, yeah, I agree i agree with, you with a lot of the star wars stuff
2: nick yeah and the thing for me is like it's i look forward more to the animated shows for star wars because clone wars and rebels were incredible and Uh i'm not huge on the bad batch i don't think it's bad uh but like the tales of the jedi stuff i'm like i'm looking forward to that like i just think i I like visions
0: i thought visions was cool
2: yeah i haven't finished all that but you guys ever heard of anime i think uh a little bit i think star wars is almost better suited to those animated shows because like you know you don't have the the constraints of live action and they can show off all the crazy looking sci-fi planets and everything and
1: you know yeah uh, and not just not to say that animated stuff can't be serious but it tends to not take itself so serious and like i feel like that's probably one of the biggest issues with like a lot of the new live action star wars stuff like it's it's it really wants to be like quote unquote cinema like this like peak storytelling fantastical whatever but like you guys have laser swords. Like, chill. Yeah, just a little the original bit.
0: Star Wars was like it's a kids' movie.
1: I don't know. Like, in the same way,
0: I brought the video games are toys thing. Like, Star Wars is for kids, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing. And I don't mean something being for kids means it can't be for adults. Like, yeah, I, I
1: love How to Train Your Dragons.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love watching those dragons get trained. Um, you know, Pixar has made their entire fortune out of things that are for kids, but that adults can like glean different messages out of. And like when I watch Star Wars as an adult, I get I get different meanings from it and I attach myself to different characters. Um mm-hmm. but uh yeah, some of the stuff is a little um yeah, it just a little seems to I, it's I, kinda, kinda I miss the point. Yeah, well I
2: I don't and I don't even care if it has a point. It's just like the stories that they're telling, like I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it feels so choppy to me. I guess is how I've de- everything that they've done. New Star Wars has felt, even like the Force Awakens, like the the sequel trilogy, like everything they do just doesn't feel like it has. There's no laid out story that they're trying to tell. It's just a bunch of different.
0: I mean, sequel trilogy definitely didn't have a laid out story. No,
2: it didn't. That's and real. and no. even with the shows though, like I just don't know. Like, what is the point of any of these? Like, w- what is the point of the book of Boba Fett? Like, it. it mm-hmm didn't go anywhere mandalorian is kind of going somewhere like at least now like we know the third season's going to mandalore so like i'm interested in that because the clone wars really took or rebels and clone wars both really explored that i'm excited to see that in a live action if they really go for it i'm not sure they will i think you know kind of low budget but uh and even the obi-wan show is just like i don't know you know what i get from all the furor over the show is like get the fuck away from skywalker and like there's so much more to explore in star wars everybody that's mad about the show is because it's not lore centric and it's like okay then stop trying to center everything around people we already know go make new shit disney and
0: yeah, it's almost like someone made a movie where the core thesis was like go of the past kill it if you have to and then a bunch of people got mad at it yeah man if only people would have listened to ryan johnson he seemed to know what star wars should have been about yeah um that being said, I really, uh, sticking with uh, Disney stuff, um, I think, uh, I think Marvel has had more hits than misses, um, in terms or I think Marvel has had higher highs than the Star Wars shows. Have oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think Loki is up there and I haven't watched the second episode yet, but the first episode of Miss Marvel fucking knocked my socks off. Like I thought it was like such an incredible introduction into the world of Kamala Khan. And I was like such a like fucking, I was so happy that Disney like, Made something like this that feels so different than the rest of the MCU, and I'm crossing my fingers it doesn't turn into a, it's two to. action figures slamming against each other in the last <laughs> <Going> episode. <to. laughs> I have a feeling like it's going to turn into two
1: action <laughs> figures slamming against each other in the last episode. That tends to be the case, sadly. But,
0: I
2: yeah, I and I don't think like Miss Marvel did a whole lot new. I think it was really just the visual style of the the show that really stands out and why it feels so different.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I thought it was great. Because
2: because yeah. one division was kind of the same way for the first little bit. Like it had a different visual style than the rest of Marvel stuff, and it felt unique and not just templated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I well, feel like... Um, yeah, it was it was following the template from something outside of Marvel. It was it was a sitcom for the first three episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I just I, I don't know. I just I wish Disney, with all their endless amounts of money, would do something that's a bit more creative and like so like really the only do you
0: want to know a buzz Lightyear origin story (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) honestly
2: that that movie looks fucking cool though yeah i think the the animation looks incredible uh and like the just it looks fun anyway but uh the only star wars show that i'm really looking forward to learning more about is the Acolyte at this point
0: yeah, that seems cool. What, what even money. is that? Like, it's, it's I don't set, know what that's it's, about.
2: It's set in the High Republic era, and uh, the Acolyte is basically like a Sith's a Padawan.
0: So it's about bad guys.
1: Yeah. But it, it's it's going to be one of those stories about bad guys where they're not really that bad and then they end I, up being good guys.
2: I, well, it's Disney, sure. Uh, honest? But yeah. honestly, I'm just excited to see something new a, a new place in Star Wars and new characters I don't know eh, yet. Yeah.
1: That's it.
0: Oh, you know where the Acolyte grew up? (laughs) Tattooing. Weird fucking neighbors with Luke. It's crazy. Like I don't know how that happened. That's
1: wild. Like the house where Luke grew
0: up in? That guy built it? Yeah, that was the Acolyte. Yeah, and he's like, man, I really love blue milk. I hope some kid drinks blue milk here someday. Uh, Also, Shawshank, you brought it up earlier. Uh, RRR is my favorite thing I've seen all year. I highly recommend everyone watch RRR. It's a three-hour Indian movie on Netflix. Um, It is um, an epic, musical uh romance action movie um that is the most batshit crazy thing any of you will watch all year and i I'm, promise you uh, everyone it. watch it or your money back
2: and i'm betting you were R- recommending R- R- to that from jacob geller cuz he shared that tweet of like the action sequence i was like okay i have to watch this now
0: oh no i've oh. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of film nerds i know have been fucking talking about it where, nonstop for like 6 months where can i watch our R- 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 the netflix Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay, yeah, cool. They've heard they've been, of it? They've been yeah. promoting the hell out of it. Once social
2: media really
1: picked up on it, have they? Yeah, it's incredible. R Funny. You've been watch, from what I understand, most Indian movies all are also musicals. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like just, like they just are. <laughs> yeah, they just R R <laughs> a little. R-R-R joke. Uh,
2: time to mute you again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Sorry, uh, before so I guess you move off of Disney, Andrew Hickenbottom member for twenty six months. Use early access comment to say I just want more Tron Disney. So weren't, weren't they? I, I the think you'll probably get more Tron. Uh,
0: yeah, because no, you Tron don't get more Tron. Legacy. You know what you
1: get? You get Avatar. Fuck
2: you,
0: Andrew Hickabutt. <laughs> I, I am so excited about Avatar. Why? so thoroughly excited about Avatar. <laughs> Do you guys not remember how cool it was to watch Avatar once? I am I, so
1: excited to watch Avatar 2 once. I'm I'm excited. Like, it was cool once. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, the rest of life continued on after that. And I don't. I don't, like,
2: I'm not really it excited just, for it. I just, I think I, I'm interested in it. Like, it's a new, it's tech, still, like, kind of a new IP, really. You know, you only had one movie set in
0: there, so. Bear Bomb said Avatar 2, baby. Bear Bomb's on here. Look at that. Using a membership comment to spread the love of James Cameron's Avatar. Fucking Papa Jim coming back to the box <laughs> office, hitting a 2 Billy movie. Taking like the I, crown away from those shitty Russo brothers in your <laughs> dumb Avengers
1: Endgame. I would very much like to eat my words and Avatar 2 comes out and is like this revelation and it's like, oh, I'm so into, you know, the Navi or what do they that? Yeah, <laughs> you a- got it right. The the Nav- 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 I got Nav- it right. OK. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, like, I want that to be the case. It's okay. I have zero faith that that's going to happen. It you takes will-
0: two fucking Russos to make an Avengers. It only takes one Jim Cameron to make an avatar and also like 10,000 other people.
2: <laughs> you will be. So in love with the Avatar 2 movie, KC, that you'll immediately run out and buy that new Ubisoft game on Avatar. Fucking excited for that,
0: too. Let me run through the trees yeah, that, of Pandora a as a Navi. <laughs> yeah.
2: Far Cry yeah. Avatar.
0: Yeah, looks great. How come we didn't see more of that this summer? I want to see that game. Oh, that oh, game uh, doesn't exist. That's why. Uh, I was going to say, uh, Tron Legacy was directed by Joseph Fazinski, who directed mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick, and also directed a new movie coming to Netflix this week called Spiderhead. Starring Thor and Miles Teller about some weird future prison. And I'm excited to watch Spider-Head. Because I like the name Spider-Head.
1: <laughs> but yes, Ch- Chad. Like, wow. Netflix feels like such like an alternate reality where like all of the Marvel heroes like never got those roles and just are acting in <laughs> regular movies. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Thor. You got to be in a movie called Spider-Head. Don't know what to do. Sorry, Basil so Richards. Weird. You also have to be in this movie.
2: Oh, uh, while we're speaking of games and movies and TV and and toys that we've been playing with uh the tmnt embargo just
1: dropped so casey tell us about that. Uh, casey do you have any thoughts oh, yeah. on
0: teenage mutant ninja Turtles, shredders revenge
1: uh yeah my 3mr should have just, just dropped but um yes yeah, so i'll tell you right now i think the game is okay <laughs> <laughs> How no honestly um I'm, i feel like i'm a bit of a special case like i i love 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 teenage mutant ninja turtles um, and I used to play the Konami games uh, like with my brothers, like there were literally four of us growing up. So like nice. we were each a Ninja Turtle. Like we identified very closely with those Who were you? bros. Uh, I was Michelangelo, of course. As you guy. can probably tell from the review, I played with Michelangelo for like most of the game. I
0: noticed I noticed that the one player <laughs> character was always Mike.
1: But um, uh, the thing is, like it, it very, very perfectly captures that like that old feeling of those turtles games. Like it plays fluidly. It's fun. It's fast but it's also very short um, and the replay value is in kind of just doing it with friends. Like I I played through it with my son and Jesse for most of the game, your two sons. Uh, And yeah, you know, my two, my two (laughs) children's and uh, you know, it was a fun time, but like when, when I, when I was kind of by myself to like go back through some certain stuff um, it's, it's kind of like not as engaging and like the, the little things that they add to try and give it more replay value are, kind of throwaway. They're like fetch quests in it almost, but like not really because in all beat-em-ups you like pretty much hit everything that you can hit. And then that's how you find like all these secret diaries or like secret characters who will give you secret things to find or whatever, but like they're not really secrets. You just beat up the mailbox and then you get the thing as you go through the level. So um, the other half of that is like a level up system, which I personally like a lot in terms of beat ups Like Scott Pilgrim versus the world was the first game like that that I played. Mm-hmm that added like additional moves and commands and stuff as you played through the game for individual characters. And it really added to the sense of progression. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles doesn't add anything significant. Like you get a second um, uh, super bar uh, meter or whatever, you'll get like uh, a, a level three super that just allows you to do your super, no, that allows you to basically do more damage with your regular attacks and stuff, but it doesn't necessarily change the attacks you have. It doesn't add new abilities as you level those characters. And you get through that stuff pretty quick, like before we reach the end of the game, pretty much everyone was max level with the character that they were playing. And the fact that you have to go back and use a different character to do that again if you want everyone to have all the same skills doesn't feel worth it. Gotcha. So like, yeah, if you're if you're gonna be using this as a nostalgia trip, like and I feel like most people are, like they're like, Oh, I remember those games. I want this because it reminds me of those games, you're gonna be absolutely satisfied but like i i'm kind of ready for these side scrolling beat em ups to evolve and be better like like sifu was that to me which is why I, I think i was so hooked on that game like that is what the future of a beat em up should be and this is literally just the beat em up from the 90s yeah which is good it's a great recreation of that but you yeah, know that's that's for and me, it also i, I guess it like didn't it, didn't it didn't present, present itself as something
0: more right right yeah, yeah. like this uh, was the intention yeah. Sure. yeah but i understand like yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I honestly almost didn't think of Sifu as the evolution of that genre, but it just is. Yeah, like, there's it's what comes next. Like, yeah. it seems so obvious
1: after playing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny watching your review and you even brought it up. Uh, I felt like I was having, like, weird, like, flash memory moments when i'd see these weird characters i was like oh i kind of remembered this toy or this yeah. thing from the cartoon but like th- that frog dude i was like what i might have had a toy of him but like i don't remember anything about him
1: and like the same yeah thing like they like-, like in that old 80s show like like the image of them and like their medieval weapons is in my brain i could not remember who they were or what they were yeah and so is- the game doesn't tell you who they are or what they are you yeah get their names and like they tell you uh, something to do for them, and there's a collectible tie to them. Like you, you collect disgusting bugs for them. I don't know why that's important to those guys. <laughs> frogs love bugs, dude. Uh, I had to go and look up YouTube videos to remember who the punk frogs were and like why they were significant. It and, seems like,
0: like it, it, should it be in seems like game. such a drop ball of like just have like when you meet a character have it unlock a thing in like the codex or the glossary and you have a little thing it shows their first appearance if it was like this issue of a comic or yes this episode yeah. of the toy, or like you know a thing and like a little bio and like i don't know it doesn't seem that hard yeah i, I, I feel like i've said harder.
1: that multiple times when uh we get these games that are based on like childhood favorite like, like especially everything that's like come out of the 80s 80s nostalgia, yeah. nostalgia fever and say, like
0: even the hot wheels game
1: Right, exactly. Like, yeah. give me, like, a little museum that just gives me some details, some some history. Like, that goes so far in terms of continuing to push the nostalgia that you're clearly pandering in. <laughs> yeah, like is, so, is like, Usagi Yojimbo
0: in the game? The samurai? No, he's not. No, yeah. he's not.
1: no, he's not. I wish he was. He should be a playable character. Maybe, I mean, they'll probably add stuff down the road, maybe, right? Uh, they actually said today they don't have any planned, but they're open to it. Hmm. Yeah, they should be open to putting a rabbit in that game, then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that. Yeah, that is out. Uh, to, uh, a couple folks in chat were asking. It is out tomorrow. It's out it's on, on everything, uh, and it's on Game Pass. So yeah, maybe yep. we should maybe we should play that this weekend for Game Night. Uh, so yeah, it's land, six players. Play. That was the plan. What? Oh, look at that! We got a plan, guys. I'm going to be Yosagi Yojimbo Someone mod yeah, him in the game though. by Sunday, by Saturday. <laughs> not, not Sunday. Sunday's too late. <laughs> we need to. We need to by Saturday. Um, that's exciting uh Neon yeah. White also comes out tomorrow. The embargo isn't up for like an hour, um, but it's really good. Everyone should play it. It's so good. Did it's you so break good. embargo. <laughs> it's so good. I, but there was a demo a while ago. A also, yeah. Yahtzee yeah. and I talked about it on like something else. So we broke embargo by a couple of days. It's fine. It's <laughs> Yancey, really good. It's not. A, it's not. Now you're it's not breaking acre. embargo. If, it's not breaking embargo if it's a compliment.
2: Yes. And Yahtzee's uh, reviewing it next week for ZP.
0: Yes. Neat. Um, I also I kind of want to do a quest log on it Because to me it is the purest Distillation of Toonami I've ever seen In a video game of like Tom Era Toonami mm. um, And and it's just I just love it I just want to live there um, I keep <laughs> playing it on PC because we have a PC code But I want to play on Switch because PCs are for nerds um, PCs are not toys That's the thing computer games are not toys <laughs> Yeah
2: that's right I'm an adult you
0: little baby So if you're playing a player. game on a PC I do agree <laughs> it is not a toy <laughs> yeah um,
2: i have excel sheets open next to my video games marty
0: exactly uh nick the og that is, that said is not a joke that is the truth uh nick the og <laughs> wanted us to remember his uh bonus content membership uh he says uh avatar 2 is going to be great because pocahontas was great and since avatar is just pokemon or er, pocahontas in space uh nick the og actually said avatar 2 is going to suck because pocahontas 2 sucked and since Avatar was, was just pocahontas too. In space.
1: Book of, there is. Yeah, it was One of those direct, to, actually, you know yeah, what direct I to video joints
2: I didn't realize until like I had Disney Plus that like all my childhood movies had sequels
0: yeah, yeah. I didn't know I didn't
2: know Tarzan had a sequel and a prequel yeah. I didn't know like Return was, of
0: Jafar is actually pretty good That's I missed
2: miss, like all these and uh, the
1: Prince of 40 Thieves What's it like, called there was even like a Fox a and King the Hound thieves.
2: there was even a Fox and the Hound sequel <laughs>
1: Oh, I didn't know about, about that one. It was about the kids?
2: I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I'm afraid to watch any of those and I haven't ruined my childhood. Because like, I, don't, I don't remember anybody talking about those movies, so then I can't. I assume they just were not good.
1: <laughs> the Aladdin ones are fantastic and Aladdin had a cartoon series afterwards, which was also really good. I feel like I say that at least once a month. Yeah, those, those, uh, yeah those I thought the too. Aladdin
0: cartoon series was really good. Also, if you liked Aladdin and the Lion King, the video games on Super Nintendo, um, download The Cub. It's a Steam Netf- Next Fest demo. That was a game that was featured during a couple of the conferences. It's it's, it's it's that game that's in that shared sci-fi world I was talking about, where you like listen to the radio and stuff in the
1: three games. <laughs> oh yeah, like golf, with golf the, and... the golf thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this game, though, this game is a uh, 2D platformer that is so reminiscent to the Lion King and Aladdin games, um, okay. but with like a lot more style and a lot less frustrating because holy shit, that Lion King game was very hard. This is the hardest yeah, game ever it made. Was. <laughs> Step aside, Sekiro.
2: Well, as far from as far as I'm going, I'm playing, like, get ready for this. I'm playing a lot of stuff. Uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, over not... the last couple of weeks, I played Slay the Spire. Hell I played yeah. Monster Train. Hell yeah. Uh, I've been playing The Evil Within 2.
0: Hell yeah. All playing... card games.
2: Yeah, the Evil Within 2 is, yeah, totally a card game. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing Wasteland 3, and then I just started the core the other day. Because I loved Until Dawn. That, that was like my surprise hit of last generation. Like Sony just sent Until me. Until Dawn. It's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Know. Like I paid no attention to it. And Sony sent me a review copy of it. And I was like, okay, fine. I guess I'll play it. And then I ended up loving it. And so like the the quarry so far I'm enjoying it. The only problem I have is like the depth of field is so bad. It's so so shallow. Like it makes scenes look really ugly, and there's no setting to fix it on console. And I don't know if there's one on PC. I'll have to install it on there and try it. Uh, but uh, the uh, like somebody was mentioning in chat, like the dialogue was so bad and everything. It's like I, they specifically make those movies that like emulate B movie B horror movies. And so yeah, like, also I just, like,
0: dialogue's dog shit in all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, so uh, like I just I just yeah. go with it. Like
2: it's it's cringy, but it's funny to me because it's supposed to be so. Uh, yeah. But overall, like, good, good opening first chapter. Actually, the prologue was really nice, and the opening chapter is fun. And I don't know; those are games that are just fun to see what happens in them. Like, nice to relax and play. Actually, you can't really relax because you have QTEs all the time. But <laughs> there's cuties in that game. QTEs. Uh, okay. Hmm. Well, yeah, those little oranges. Yeah, those are all over the place. Fucking cuties are great. <laughs> are you kidding me? Not should talk about <laughs> that
1: embattled Netflix movie. <laughs>
2: Oh, god oh no, no don't do no, this don't bring giddies. that up don't bring this up again <laughs> that was like the whole thing for a year god no leave that behind go away
0: the discourse <laughs> <laughs> um gatekeeper 684 with a 499 dono thank you so much gatekeeper says if you go to a store to find video games in the electronics section legos and action figures are in the toy section okay you're talking about not real a target. Stores. I'm talking about my imaginary <laughs> store where I only got four different sections to choose from. Yeah. You got clothes, you got food, you got toys, and you got things that go in the shitter. And those are the only those are the only <laughs> four sections: clothes, food, toys, shitter. And where are you gonna put video games? Food? You gonna eat a video game? You gonna video you game on the shitter? No. Possibly put it on the shitter. Yeah, all the that, that's all the I mean, That's what the Steam yeah, Deck. is If you have a Steam Deck, yeah,
2: yeah, it's its secondary name is the poop deck.
0: It can't be. That is not <laughs> a second. You can't call it a poop deck. You paid $600 for that thing. That can't be a poop deck. How much do bidets cost? It's called bidets. I, I actually don't know how much bidets cost. <laughs> bidets are great. Have you, used, have you guys ever used a bidet? Have you ever been like a hotel yeah. that has a bidet? Uh, no, bidets? I have, I have how did not. did we get here? What happened? It's great. It's a life-changing experience. Uh, Nick, Hi, let's talk
1: about amazing. Chat feel, like my dad I, feel, dad I feel like bidets are the future, and we're all stuck in the past, so... I'd, I'd be interested in trying out what the <laughs> hell that thing does for my life.
0: Living in that 25th century. you be really immersive. Having water shot in your ass. It's incredible. Way of the future. Oh, I've also been watching Space Dandy. Space Dandy's great. Have you ever watched Oh, Space neat.
1: Dandy? Yeah. I, I, when did it, is it this used an to anime? air on Toonami, right? Cartoon Network uh, or Adult Swim, I should say. Maybe. I think by an the time it was Yeah, it was an Adult Swim original, I want to say. This this oh, is okay. Anime, isn't but it's by the Cowboy Bebop, dude yes it is and it's, yeah. and it's almost a parody of cowboy bebop in a weird yeah, way. yeah yeah it's a like cowboy
0: bebop cross with like Zach brannigan from
1: uh <laughs> yeah, or like yeah yeah
0: and it's like <laughs> only sexist but like knowingly sexist and like making fun of the sexism and so every once in a while i'm like he keeps going to this place that's like hooters just called boobies <laughs> he's obsessed with boobies he literally calls them boobies which nick maybe you maybe this is your <laughs> anime
2: I just you guys you guys didn't see it, so I I turned off my camera for that whole segment of you talking about anime. And as soon as you mm-hmm. mentioned boobies, I turned it back on.
0: Mm, you're like, oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> you said that whole segment. We talked about anime for like that was a ten long time. seconds. That was a really long. time <laughs> We literally talked about it for ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah cut like it's like Johnny Bravo too. Johnny Bravo, the anime. Thanks back for boobies. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm I'm excited to play the quarry. Uh, we got some good, uh, we got some good good indies coming up. Um, besides uh, turtles, we got uh, like I've said, Neon White. Uh, Omari's finally coming to console on Friday. That's like a uh, sad Earthbound like, like Earthbound slash Undertale. People keep trying to get Yasi to play it. He refuses to play it. Which one? But I'm excited to play it. It's called Omori. O m o r i. It's been on PC forever. It's coming to consoles. Um, yeah. And then next next week, Aleckhead's coming to Switch, which has been. That's like one of the rare games I played on PC um, because it wasn't available anywhere else. But an Incredible little platform. More Pocky and Rocky. Capcom Fighting Collection. Monster Hunter. Is there any? Yeah. Uphead like,
2: DLC. Is there any bigger big game coming out in July?
0: Uh, July. Yeah, there's yeah, July's um, a month. Well, uh, Monster Hunter is June 30th. And then we got yes, Klonoa. And- Stray at Dusk Falls. Ooh. Uh, the Hot Wheels DLC, Live Alive, Live, uh, Immortality, Baron Breakfast, Xenoblade Chronicles Three, Digimon Survive. Okay, sorry. So, our uh, so no, nothing you are interested in.
2: Our next big triple is that no, game I'm not like, I'm Live in Alive.
0: I don't know if it's called Live Alive or Live Alive. or Live Alive or Live Alive. Hmm. If, they're like the if they're pronounced differently pronounced, alive alive. if they're differently pronounced, that would be uh, <laughs> really annoying.
2: So uh, did you a, know? So the next kill, big AAA the reason... game
0: isn't Saints Row until August. Mm, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. We done? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, you were gonna say something about <laughs> kill the kill? I think.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I was wrong though, so I'm just gonna not say. it. Snopes. That's <laughs> uh, not Snopes. That's just like uh, I don't know censoring myself. <laughs>
2: That's no uh, live editing. Yes. Oh, I can live do editing. I can, live a live editing. I can remove Marty. Next time Marty talks about animals, remove his camera. That's like, fine. Like you this. can do the outro
0: then. Fucking. Yeah. Fucking Marty's a void. Fucking God. I finally, <laughs> I finally turned into my final four. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to wrap up. Uh, wait, am I, can people hear me? Yeah. I don't know if you yeah, yeah, they can see you. I <laughs>
2: can see you. I don't
0: know if you muted me. Right. Uh, Casey, what do you got going on aside from the turtles review, which is out now?
1: Yep, uh, I, I mentioned yesterday. I think uh, should have a preview up for something. Don't know if I can talk about it just yet. Soonish. Um, so Wait, it's gonna, gonna be that. very soon. It's gonna be very soon. Yeah, very soon. Is it today soon? Um, is it supposed to be today it soon? It needs to be. No, it should have already up. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Well, shit. <laughs> He'll have a preview up on that Steel Rising game from the, the makers of Greedfall
0: later today. Then. Right, Wait, is the embargo is up? Right. I don't know. Is it? I don't oh, know. Maybe.
2: You said they. You, know, you told me yes. So you just caused me to leak something, and now I feel awful.
1: We didn't leak. I'm we gonna just go said, on Twitter. You just and... said the name of the game. That's all. Okay. That's all. That's all, That's all we did. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you can find my Twitch and Twitter. Sigma Gears Nine. Um, last week we skipped out on Sigma Show and Super Smash Sunday because of all the Summer Game Fest stuff, but we should be back uh, this week. So you know, tune in, hang out. Um, I'll be also continuing like Castlevania and the Smash Diet stuff either throughout the week, um, and especially on Saturday. Uh, I'll probably have a, a much longer stream on Saturday, perhaps. But that's uh, I think that's it for me right now. Since you didn't play the Smash Diet for a while, did you did you like gain weight and you did, did the characters, characters go back and up weight? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? In a way, yes, because I have to go back and play with the me fighters that I skipped because I didn't have me fighters created, but I went back and made them. So when we were there, we we'll, we'll do all the me sh- um, fighters. Weirdly secrets. enough. The gunner is the heaviest, and then the sword fighter is next, and then the fighter is the lightest. And I think it's because of their equipment. Weapons? Like, yeah. Yeah, like they say, like, oh, this big arm cannon weighs more than a sword. It weighs more than nothing. That's true. That's my hypothesis. Nothing probably weighs the least. I agree with that. Nothing weighs a void.
0: Nothing weighs a void. <laughs> uh, uh, is a measurement now. <laughs> uh, Nick.
2: Uh, let's see. We today we have ZP. I don't know who's joining Yotzi for the post ZP yet. I don't. It can't be me because I'm playing the Cory and I don't want to be spoiled. Uh, You're a coward. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm, it's too scary, man. Uh, tomorrow's uh, Lord of the Rings will be back for. Uh, today we play with Marty and I, and then yeah, Metal Gear Solid with Casey and Marty after that. Friday, Amy and I will be back for Divinity, and I think Friday, Jmate and Marty are also going to be doing a bunch of the Steam Next Fest demos
0: yes absolutely yes um yeah we're gonna be doing uh noon on friday noon central so the uh normal like dd slot um we'll be playing a handful of demos and by then uh we'll give you a big list of games i recommend checking out through the weekend because steam next fest runs until monday um if you can only check out one game right now check out frog gun
1: And then uh, I wasn't
0: I wasn't being sarcastic. Frog gun is probably it, 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 yeah, it's not even, being
1: facetious, but <laughs> Frog
0: Gun might is probably gonna be in my top ten games of the year. Um I huh. love it so much. It is Captain Toad made on a PS one. Um yeah. it is my favorite thing um in a very long time. Cool. And I love it.
2: And then Saturday we'll be back for TMNT Shredder's Revenge for game night. Do you know if that's crossplay? No, but we have Um, keys for everybody. Yeah, I don't think it is. It's it's Game Pass. We all have Game Pass besides Jesse, so I'll just get Jesse an Xbox code.
0: (laughs) We should be able to expense Game Pass.
2: We'll talk about that later. Game Pass, and then Sunday, Amy will be back uh, for newly released, and I'll probably be joining her for that. Uh, Maybe we'll just do more Steam Next Fest demos for that, since yeah, really out this week. those.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, there's Neon White. Neon Whites are really good. You guys play Neon White. Or you should play Neon White next yeah, week for head yeah. jumps. Someone should play Neon yeah,
2: White. Yeah, Yahtzee's going to play for post p next week.
0: I forgot about that. We already talked about that. We talked about that a <laughs> yeah, few right. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's just a void in your head of information.
0: That's 100% true. <laughs> uh, and Am with the $1.99. Thank you so much, Am, um,
1: says this is props for the sweet sweater, Casey. What is your sweater? Thank I only you. see half of it. It's a Katsuki. It's a Naruto thing that neither one of you, I guess, are, are familiar with. Because Marty hasn't watched it yet. No too scary. i don't watch that
2: he's entered
0: the void after bringing up anime again
1: i did not bring it up i'm robbed it you know
0: what at a certain point if you put everyone in the void aren't you the one in the void i'm always in the void if we're all if we're all hanging out in a void and you're alone in the real world isn't that the true void think about that who else got really high before this it was not it was not me it's fucking 10 in the morning uh Check out all that stuff we were talking about, uh, as well as um I'm gonna have written impressions of both the new episode of Obi-Wan and the new episode of Miss Marvel uh later today. Uh Obi-Wan beforehand, because I've watched Obi Wan already and I'm already writing it. Um yeah, and then check out all that other good stuff. We'll have a new anatomy um should soon, be sometime this today. week, yeah. <laughs> sometime this week we'll have a new uh Amy will have a quest log this week. Yeah. Uh uh, tomorrow and then uh, Darren has his video essay on uh, uh, Obi-Wan go go check that out and give it some love because a lot of the <laughs> mouth breathers are mad at it um, also the new Adventures <laughs> Nye is going to be available to everyone on Saturday yes uh, just, I'll finally uh, be able to see it just a great week he, he let Casey expense early access as well Nick.
2: He, I keep forgetting you you guys don't get the links to those cause
0: also more. we should just make an alt YouTube account like a Bernard YouTube account that only we have access to and you should upload the videos there
1: that's a great idea. That's, no. re- that's why Nick made you deputy editor. <laughs> yeah, you, but then Nick can, just said no, so I guess... You can
0: upload it all. I'm not uploading double videos. Oh, I don't know how to upload a video to YouTube. Are you kidding me? People uh, well, tell then, me how to upload my streams you to YouTube, I things. don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, asking, you're asking me. I still don't know how to get sound on my notifications on Twitch, and I tried once. I tried once. I hear the sounds. No one else hears the sounds. Sound off in the comments below if you know how to get me the sounds on Twitch. Um, or don't. Or don't. Yeah, I'm probably never going to figure It's time for the stream into the void. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> <set>. Never <laughs> mind, guys. Kojima's <What's laughs> new game is Cloud Gaming with Vomit things. See? <laughs> you did it. Okay. <laughs> um, for Casey and Nick, this is Marty. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for Breakout. Uh, check back in uh, later today, 3 p.m. Normal time for post-CP for The Quarry. And we'll see you all soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.